Welcome to the Freedom Revival, folks. I'm your host, Bruce Robertson. I named this show the Freedom Revival because I'm here to revive you and revive the nation and break the chains of old thinking. And now it's time to step it up and get busy. Uh, I usually start with a quote, and uh, today I'm going to quote the uh, Spanish-American philosopher uh, George Santayana, who said, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. And that is so true on so many levels here today in in this country, and what we're seeing uh, go before our eyes. Some of it's just completely unbelievable. Uh, those of us who have been on this planet for a while look at the world now, and we 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 just many of us just can't believe it, and a, a lot of us are stunned, right? Um, so, I and uh, you know another thing that I do on my show on the Freedom Revival here is that uh, I like to read uh, the news, the blackout news stories. In other words, I like to read news news stories that uh, the media chose not to tell you in the last uh, week or so. So um, so I'm going to start with this one. Right now, Israel is suggesting the West, including the United States, in fact, especially the United States, should take in all the Palestinians, thereby ridding that country of its Palestinian problem. You know, let's talk about the Palestinians. Egypt doesn't want them. Syria doesn't want them. Jordan doesn't want them. Saudi Arabia doesn't want them. The United Arab Emirates don't want them. No Arab Muslim nation seems to want them. And now Israel doesn't want them. I mean, anyone who thinks that there wasn't a larger agenda afoot here in the beginning to create another refugee crisis to flood the West with two million more Muslims should watch carefully. The agenda reveals itself in the actions that are now being proposed here. I mean, I think it's quite insane. And, um, you know, Listen, I'm going to take a a, a second to talk to you a little bit about Islam, because I don't know how many of you understand Islam. I've done a deep dive on the religion of Islam. Um, You know, most Muslims are good people. I'm going to say that, all right? I would say most Muslims, 80% maybe, okay? The problem here is that there's a billion and a half Muslims in the world. They're the second largest religion in the world. And um, reliable sources will tell us that anywhere from 15 to 20% of that one and a half billion people are radical Islamists. Now, what's 20% of one and a half billion? It's 300 million people. I've said it before. 300 million people is about the the population of the United States. So we have around the world roughly the population of the United States that are radical Islamists. I'd say we've got a big problem on our hands. 
And I'm not so sure how we can uh, deal with that problem or control it. Um, one other factor I might remind you of is that the most popular name now for a newborn baby boy in London, it's not William or Harry, it's Mohammed. Lawyers call for criminal charges against Dr. Anthony Fauci. Well, Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody has just responded to a call for the prosecution of Dr. Anthony Fauci and other architects of the U.S. response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Ms. Moody's office received documents from the Virus Law Group whose lawyers outlined why they think that Dr. Fauci and other current and former officials should be charged. And this is according to emails reviewed by the Epoch Times. Black Lives Matter leader stands behind January 6th prisoners and endorses Trump. I mentioned this in my last show, but this is a little deeper now. Mark Fisher former BLM co-founder in Rhode Island, openly supports former President Trump's return in 2024. And he's joined now by others in the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, last week I reported that he said that Trump was the best choice. But, uh, you know, he was asked a little more detail this week, and uh, they asked him, is Trump just the best choice among a whole slew of bad choices? And he said, no, he said, Trump is actually the best choice, no matter who you look at. So it's not just he's the tallest dwarf, OK, in the uh, in the political spectrum. He is the best choice. So the guy actually turned it around, turned the question around on the interviewer. This guy's a Trump supporter. I can't believe it. Black Lives Matter. Uh, a new preprint study finds billions of residual DNA fragments in the COVID-19 mRNA vaccine vials. Whoa. Now, what does that mean? There are DNA fragments in the shots, okay? In some of them, I guess. In ones that were tested, in many of them that were tested. They took the vials and looked at them, and they found residual DNA. Now, why is that a problem? If you don't understand, uh, uh, you know, biochemistry or, um, or microbiology, uh, you might be confused by that. When they make these shots, uh, they what they need to do, what they do is they purify the um, the potion, so to speak. They purify the liquid, and they're supposed to, you know, mRNA is made by using DNA. But then what they have to do is they have to cleanse the uh, liquid to remove the uh, the byproduct DNA that's left over. Otherwise, it can affect the person who gets the shot. So what they're saying here in this study with billions of residual DNA fragments in the in the mRNA vaccines is that um, the residual DNA has not been cleaned out properly. It was a shoddy process to to uh, purify the, uh, the the liquid, and now if people get too much um, residual DNA in their bodies, 
the human body thinks that it's normal DNA and it starts to adopt it and and uh, synthesize it into your body. I mean, it just accepts it and it can cause a host of all sorts of problems. So, um, so this new study is quite alarming. Vivek Ramaswamy, back in the news, he calls Joe Biden a puppet live on national TV. So in the in the third debates, uh, he he actually come out came out and said Joe Biden is a puppet. Uh, you know, Ramaswamy, even though he's not eligible to be president of the United States under Article Two of the Constitution, I got to give this guy credit because he's saying some of the 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 things that everybody else thinks, but he he says the silent part out loud, which <laughs> you got to love the guy for that. We know he's he's here's what he said. He said, we know he's not even president of the United States. He's a puppet for the managerial class. He's talking about Joe Biden now. He says, so have the guts to step up and be honest about who you're actually going to put up so we can have an honest debate. Biden should step aside, Ramaswamy continues. End his candidacy now, candidacy now so that we can see whether it's Newsom or Michelle Obama or whoever else. Just tell us the truth so we can have an honest debate. That's what Ramaswamy said the other day. So he's stepping up. He's, these, these media personalities don't know how to handle him. Um, and now it's been revealed that Joe Biden visited Serbia in May of 2019. Uh, I'm sorry, 2009 to personally recruit computer hackers there in serbia to control future dominion software in the in the elections in the upcoming in, in biden's election 2020 uh, all the elections really they uh he he went over there to recruit computer hackers to tamper with the dominion election software that's according to a former u.s army intelligence officer scott bennett who is also a counterterrorism analyst I think this guy's uh, testimony can be believed and heeded. In other news, popular natural health products become the latest victim of Trudeau's Canada. So, you know, Trudeau has been uh, cracking down on a lot of things in Canada. And uh, I'm not, you know, Canadian people have been protesting to some extent but we we occasionally get a story over here and we hear about it and we just like shake our heads. We don't know wonder what's going on over there. Trudeau is is increasingly becoming a tyrant over Canada. So there's a product which um, you know if you're a health nut or if you're a bodybuilder or if you're looking to uh, to really strengthen your immune system and health system. You might have heard that uh, people are taking um, uh, either cow or bison uh, uh, organ, either organ meat or organ products. Um, there are supplements made with with uh, bison organs. Okay, it sounds a little gross, but uh, trust me, it's a it's a very interesting um, supplement product, and they're not a sponsor of ours, but maybe they'd like to be. Uh, Naked Organs Bison Trifecta is the name of the product. Naked Organs Bison Trifecta. 
And now it's been banned. It's available in the United States, but it's been banned in Canada. Apparently, it's too healthy for uh, Trudeau's Canada. He doesn't want people to be healthy. You know, the government wants to keep you sick, right? They want to keep you sick because big pharma pays them big money to treat your illnesses, but not cure them. Seven carcinogenic and genotoxic food additives are banned in Europe. Uh, they, they've been banned in Europe for, for some time. And, uh, but it, it, it's, you know, if you, if you pay attention to what's in our food here, you'd be appalled. These seven cancer-causing and toxic food additives are commonly used in the United States. So I guess that explains why I always feel better when I'm in Europe and I'm eating the food over there and, uh, you know, I feel like I'm eating cleaner. Um, so let me run down a couple of those uh, food additives so you know what to look for when you shop for food. I mean, it's always better to eat, you know, to, to shop at uh, uh, farm markets and get your food from uh, a trusted uh, butcher or farm uh, source, um, you know, if you're buying meats and buy your fish from the fishermen, but not everybody can do that. And they go to the supermarket mostly. So look at the packages. Okay. Here are some of the ingredients that you should look out for and, and try not to buy these things. Okay. Uh, BHA and BHT. Okay. I'm not going to give you the chemical name of it. It's BHA and BHT. And it's used in chips, crackers, cereal, pre-made baked goods, and granola bars. Oh, we thought granola bars were healthy, didn't we? Oh, apparently not. Not, the, not these granola bars. Not the ones with this stuff in them. BHA and BHT. Avoid it. Titanium oxide. That's another one. You'll see that in ingredients. It's used in salad dressings, flour, bread, candy, boxed macaroni and cheese. Uh, canned soups and prepackaged baked goods. So I guess it's a preservative, but uh, titanium oxide, not good for you. Synthetic food coloring. Well, we've kind of known that food coloring wasn't good when they banned red dye number three, right? But none of these food co colorings, these synthetic food colorings are really good for you. And they're used in candies and sodas and sports drinks and cake and cupcake frosting and salad dressings and chips and all kinds of things, okay? They're carcinogenic, okay? They, they cause all sorts of problems with your body. And if you eat them on a fairly regular basis, you're, you're not going to be well as you get older. Um, you know, you, let's face it. There's nothing in nature that's blue except the sky, okay? So if you're drinking a blue drink, you're probably drinking something that's not good for you. I'll just leave it at that. Uh brominated vegetable oil bvo that's another one okay they have abbreviations for these things so people don't know what they are brominated vegetable oil that's used in sodas and sports drinks uh bvo brominated vegetable oil has been associated with neurological disease in adults and reproductive harm in some animal studies so you know if the birth rates are down this might be part of what's contributing to it uh, also, headaches, irritation of the skin and mucous membranes, fatigue, loss of muscle coordination and memory. Gee, do we have an epidemic of fatigue and uh, memory issues in the United States? 
Do we have uh, a, a, an epidemic of skin problems and things like that? I mean, the dermatologist's office is always packed, right? Also, the respiratory therapist. Also, the memory clinics. So, uh, please avoid BBO in your food. There's another one called ADA. Azodicarbonamide. Azodicarbonamide. Okay, say that 10 times fast. <laughs> it's uh, ADA. Let's call it ADA. It's used in bread and baked goods. Uh, it's it's an organ and cellular toxin. Why are they putting that in our bread? Potassium bromate is another one. It's used in flour, bread, and baked goods. And uh, that's been found to, to uh, cause or exacerbate kidney and thyroid tumors. I mean, don't we have an epidemic of kidney problems and thyroid problems in this country? Again, you know, the United States. Uh, then there's the last one. The seventh one is recombinant bovine growth hormone, RBGH. Now, we've heard some stuff about that, and people are starting to be careful about their milk and so forth. Uh, they're injecting these cows with growth hormones, so they get big and huge and fat, and they produce more milk and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's used in conventional dairy products. And, you know, because it's a growth hormone, if you have a tumor, your tumor's going to grow when you drink this stuff, okay? So um, stay, lay off the uh, growth hormone in your food. And um, this is one that I'm going to add, and, of course, this is something that some people are also very aware of, is there's high, high fructose corn syrup, okay? High fructose corn syrup in so many of our products. Uh, did you know that the Europeans, Mexico, and most of South America don't use high fructose corn syrup? They use cane sugar. Big difference. I mean, why do you think they sell Mexican Coke in the supermarket for a premium uh, at, right next to the, uh, you know, American Coke with the corn syrup in it? Mexican Coke uses cane syrup, cane sugar. Um, you know, uh, I noticed it when I, you know, when I travel, I went to Europe, I went to Mexico, uh, a couple of different trips I took. And, you know, uh, I normally don't drink Coca-Cola anymore, but every once in a while you have an urge for a Coke. So you grab a Coke out of the minibar in your hotel and uh, in Europe, it's got cane sugar in it and it tastes different. It tastes better. It tastes like the old Coke that I grew up with. Um, simple ingredients. So another uh, news item in the news, uh, schools start conducting sudden cardiac arrest screenings. Here's a big one. They're, they're, they're conducting cardiac arrest screenings as heart attacks surge among children. Okay. 11 children aged 9 to 19 had cardiac arrests at U.S. schools in the past month. Two more of them had cardiac arrest while getting ready for school. Let's look at some of these statistics. Uh, I've got a list of statistics that came from the U.S. life insurance industry uh, study uh, that was published in uh, Insurance Newsnet, which is an insurance industry magazine. Um, excess deaths, 2023. Younger adult death rate is up 20%. 20%. Excess mortality, uh, the continuing surge of excess mortality is causing concerns, the report said, um, from, again, from Insurance Newsnet. 
Life insurance executives and actuaries believe the numbers are alarming. Uh, life insurers have paid a, you know, this goes back to 2021 and, and, and before, but life insurance, life insurance companies paid record levels of claims in 2021. That's right after COVID and the vaccines came out, right? So it's a, they paid the biggest one-year increase since 1918. I guess that was the Spanish flu years, right? Uh, which wasn't Spanish and probably wasn't a flu. Uh, they distributed a record $100.28 billion in total death benefits. $100 billion. Younger adult death rate up 20%, as I said. The Center of Disease Centers for Disease Control show um, that show mortality rates. Uh, uh, their statistics show mortality rates alarmingly rising for different categories. The surge in excess deaths caught the insurance carriers off guard. In the uh, 15 to 19 year age group, here's the percentage difference from 2019. Okay, in 2018. There was 1% excess deaths. In 2020, there was 21% excess deaths. In 2021, there was 28% excess deaths, right after COVID and the vaccine came out. In 2022, there was 21%, so still very high. And in 2023, we only have statistics from January through May, so the first five months of the year, and they were already up 24%. I mean, does that concern anybody? Why isn't this head, headline news? Now, that's in the that's in the 15 to 19 year old age group when, you know, they're, they're strong and young and they almost never die suddenly. Uh, 30 to 34 years old, the percentage difference from 2019. In 2018, it was negative one. In other words, it was negligible death. Uh, 2020, 30 percent increase in excess deaths. 2021. 42% increase. 2022, 30% increase in excess deaths. And 2023, for the first five months of the year, up 23%. And let's take the 40 to 44 year uh, age group, the percentage difference from 2019. 2018, it was negative two. So really negligible. It was the other way. It was excess life, really. <laughs> and uh, 2020, up 30% just like the 30 to 34-year-old group. 2021, up 45%, a little higher than the previous group. Uh, 2022, excess deaths up 30%. And 2023, the first five months of the year, up 25%. We've got excess deaths off the charts here, folks. These people normally don't die in these age groups. The insurance companies are pulling their hair out. They weren't expecting this one. Uh, cause of death data shows increased cardiac mortality in all ages. Uh, as COVID-related causes declined in 2022, others rose, particularly stroke. So COVID wasn't killing them, but stroke, diabetes, kidney and liver diseases, myocarditis, pericarditis, uh, all these heart-related diseases. And a lot of these can be tied back to the vaccine. It wasn't COVID killing people. Uh, remember, I've said this for a long time. COVID wasn't really killing people. The hospital protocols were killing people. The lockdowns, the masks, the uh, toxicity of breathing your own bacteria all the time, the uh, the remdesivir in the hospitals, 
the ventilator, the ventilators in the hospitals, these hospital protocols, the isolation, everything else was killing more people, I believe, than COVID did. And um, now we're starting to see it all come out. I mean, remdesivir alone caused a lot of kidney failure and, and, and uh, organ failure. Uh, in August 2022, 85%, uh, 85% of these um, uh, insurance executives thought that ex- ex- excess mortality rates would continue until 2025. In September of 2023, 79% still believed excess mortality rates would continue through 2026. Now, these guys are actuaries. Their expertise is in predicting things about life expectancy. So we should heed these insurance studies and pay attention. Um, I've got a little bit more time to read some of these news items, and then we're going to go to a break. But uh, a Nobel Prize winning drug with anti-cancer effects is now quietly under attack. This Nobel Prize winning drug is now quietly under attack, and it's not hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, okay? Ivermectin is a Nobel Prize winning drug, but we're not talking about ivermectin here. This is another one. It also just so happens to be a top global anti-malarial drug that strongly binds the COVID-19 spike protein. And it's not by prescription. You can buy it over the counter. It's called artemisinin. Artemisinin. Have you ever heard of it? A lot of people have not. I actually have some on my shelf right now. It's actually part of my COVID cocktail. I have a little COVID cocktail that I put together that uh, has done very well against COVID. But uh, artemisinin is what they're attacking now. You know, these big pharmaceutical companies are trying to take drugs and supplements off the shelves to prevent people from curing themselves to funnel them into the hospital system where they could charge big money. Okay. It's a scam. It's a, it's a, it's, it's organized crime. And now also the EU and uh, parliament members reach an agreement to introduce China communist party like control measures to Europe. I would say do not comply. Now we're going to go to a break. And after the break, I'm going to continue with the news items and get into our main story. But thanks for listening to the Freedom Revival. Don't go anywhere. Listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells, and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? 
The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. Spike proteins help viruses enter into your cells, disrupting your health and your well-being. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body of spike proteins, which allows your body to repair from within, supporting your immune and respiratory systems and regulating your inflammatory response. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. With the rise of independent media, we are now AmericaOutloud.news. For the genius of the United States is not found in its executives or legislatures, nor its ambassadors, authors, colleges, or churches, nor even in its newspapers or inventors. The genius of the United States is we the people. AmericaOutloud.news. Liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the Freedom Revival, folks. I'm your host, Bruce Robertson, and we're into the second uh, chapter of our show now. And uh, I was talking about news items, and I was bringing up some news items. There's so many news items now that are pertinent, I think, that I'm just going to continue going through some of these news items, and we'll see how far we can get with this segment of the show. Um, Lawmakers were evacuated from the Democratic National Committee headquarters and House office buildings locked down. The House office buildings locked down on Wednesday after law enforcement clashed with protesters pressing for a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. So now the Democratic National Committee is under attack and the House office buildings are under attack by pro-Palestinian protesters. Does that sound familiar? How come they're not locking these people up and putting them into prison and throwing away the key like they did with the peaceful January 6th protesters? The Capitol Police told congressional staff in an alert Wednesday night 
that they were working to keep back approximately 150 people who are illegally and violently protesting. Violently protesting, okay? Is this an insurrection yet? At what point does it become an insurrection? That's what I want to know. One House Democrat who was present at the DNC told the reporter, it scared me more than January 6th, recounting that they were about to leave and return to the Capitol when police told them they couldn't exit because it was dangerous outside, that their lives were in danger. I mean, what's going on here, folks? I guess I guess the FBI only, ha- I guess it's only when the FBI is involved in the crowd inciting violence that it can be called an insurrection, right? Uh, pardon my cynicism, but you know. Uh, Customs and Border Protection is warning of Hamas, Hezbollah, and Islamic Jihad fighters exploiting the poorest borders to our south as border encounters with individuals on the terror watch list are skyrocketing. Have you seen this? I mean, we've got like, uh, they've caught a, a pretty large number of Islamic Jihad people who are on the terror watch list at our southern borders. They're trying to get in here. Now, how many did they miss? If they caught 170 or 200 uh, terror watch list people, you can imagine that there's at least a thousand that made it through without being caught. Okay. Cause they can't catch everybody. They're missing a lot of people. In fact, it's a small percentage of who they detain versus who gets away. So uh, I think we all have to keep our heads on a swivel here in this country, especially in our cities, because the FBI has also warned us that some of our major cities may be under attack, including, uh, the, the, the biggest cities, you know, New York and, and Chicago and, and uh, Detroit and L.A. and San Diego and San Francisco and some cities in Florida and Texas and so forth. So we need to keep our heads on the swivel here. Clay Higgins. Don't you love Clay Higgins? Uh, Clay Higgins recently exposed FBI involvement in January 6th. Uh, insurrection, so to speak. Uh, They called it an insurrection. In a congressional hearing where he was grilling FBI head Christopher Wray, uh, he basically accused them of embedding the FBI in the crowd and instigating the virus. Uh, I'm sorry, the virus. The violence. (laughs) You can see what I have on my mind. Uh, They, you know, he he was referring to these photos and videos of ghost buses where they they had these blacked out, you know, uh, no markings buses that came in to the Capitol and they were filled with these uh, sort of ninja clothed, uh, quote unquote, protesters. But they were they were being uh, they were being hosted by the FBI and embedded into the crowd. And a lot of these people, I have people, I have friends of mine who had boots on the ground at that event. And they said they saw people sort of in the bushes around the Capitol changing out of their uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa clothing and into Trump supporter clothing and putting on Trump hats and then trying to get into the crowd and and whip up uh, violence and instigate people. Uh, So, I mean, this was a controlled this was a controlled event. And the FBI has their dirty hands all over it, I think. And Clay Higgins is on the case. Mega corporations 
I mentioned this before a little bit. Uh, mega corporations are coming for your healthcare supplements, folks. Um, they're producing cheap corporate supplements. Um, Nestle and Bayer and the big pharma companies like Pfizer are now in this business, and they've got sub uh, sub companies under the under different names that are offering cheap supplements in supermarkets and drugstores. Now, is that a problem? Let's see. I mean, I think, you know, here's the problem. The ingredients in these things are cheap and questionable. Some low-cost supplements might contain fillers, binders, artificial additives that not only dilute the potency of the supplement, but may also pose health risks. These fillers can sometimes lead to allergic reactions or long-term health complications. Uh, Lower bioavailability, that's another problem. Cheap supplements often use cheaper, less absorbable, synthetic forms of vitamins and minerals. That means your body may not efficiently absorb or utilize the nutrients, making the supplements less effective. Uh, There's also contamination risks. In an effort to reduce production costs, some manufacturers might compromise on their quality control measures, you know, like they did with the vaccines, for example. Uh, This can lead to contamination with heavy metals, bacteria, or other harmful substances. Also, misleading labels. There have been instances where cheap supplements did not contain the advertised amounts of certain certain ingredients. Some even lack the primary ingredient altogether. This not only means you're not getting what you pay for, but you might also be missing out on the health benefits you were looking for. Uh, also, potential drug interactions. Without proper quality control, there's no guarantee that cheap supplements won't contain supplements that might uh, substances that might interact with prescription medications or other supplements, leading to adverse effects or you know contraindications with your medication if you're on any. Um, then there's long-term health risks. I mean, consistent intake of poor quality supplements can lead to cumulative effects in the body potentially leading to more severe health issues down the road. Um, Emerging from these corporate shadows is a company called The Wellness Company. And um, born out of a genuine necessity to counteract failings in the medical system and the overwhelming influence of profit-first entities. The origin story of The Wellness Company is one of rebellion against oppressive health policies and a sincere appreciation for natural cures. Products from the wellness company showcase their commitment to holistic health. And we're proud to to, uh, represent one of the products from the wellness company. Uh, It's called the Signature Series Spike Support Formula. In times when health concerns like viral infections are rampant, this product stands out among others, offering a blend of natokinase and dandelion root. It's recommended by trusted health sources like Dr. McCullough, and it's designed to provide natural immune support, reinforcing your body's defenses. Now, we've got a couple other uh, products that we we sponsor that you may have heard during the break, too. Cofix RX makes two really great products. One is the throat spray, and the other is a nasal cleanse. And uh, both of them offer triple action formula of uh, povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3. 
these uh, compounds are scientifically proven to cleanse germs, bacteria, viruses, and particulates from your respiratory system. And all of these products, including the spike support formula, are made in the good old USA. And if you use the uh, product code, the discount code out loud, when you go to our store online, which is americaoutloud.shop, you will get a really nice discount. So go to americaoutloud.shop and look at those great products that we have, among others. Thank you. Um, now I'd like to go into um, a little lesson in reality. The reality that is now smacking us across our heads like a two by four. And I'm going to lead into it with uh, a little story about uh, Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Abraham Lincoln, uh, Abraham Lincoln made some interesting uh, speeches. Okay. And uh, one of the speeches he made was uh, let me just get to the page here that I need. Uh, one of the speeches he made was um in 1838 at the eight, at the age of uh, 28 years old lincoln gave an address to a group of young men gathered in springfield illinois his speech was titled the perpetuation of our political institutions the specific topic of abe lincoln's speech was citizenship in a constitutional republic and threats to U.S. institutions. In this speech, Lincoln discussed in glowing terms the political regime established by the Founding Fathers, but warned of a destructive force from within. And he said, I quote, Shall we expect some transatlantic military giant to step the ocean, step across the ocean, and crush us at a blow? Never. All the armies of Europe, Asia, and Africa combined, with all the treasure of the earth, our own accepted, in their military chest, with a Bonaparte for a commander, he's talking about Napoleon now, uh, could not by force take a drink from the Ohio River or make a track on the Blue Ridge Mountains in a trial of a thousand years. Lincoln then asked the audience a question, a very important question. Pay attention, folks. This is the important part. He said to the crowd, at what point, I quote, at what point then is the approach of danger to be expected? Lincoln then answered his own question. He said, danger, he's talking about danger now. If it ever reaches us, it must spring up amongst us. It cannot come from abroad. If destruction be our lot, we must ourselves be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we must live through all time or die by suicide. So Lincoln is talking about any big threat to America has to come from within. And, uh, you know, he could not have been more accurately uh, on point there. If Lincoln could see this coming at the ripe old age of 28 years old, nearly 185 years ago. Why can't a large chunk of American citizens still not see this? Why are they blind to it? Well, here's part of the reason why I'm going to suggest that people are brainwashed and they're not getting the full story about most things. And there's propaganda 
and media control and censorship of information. And uh, especially with the internet now, you would think that we'd have more information at our fingertips, but actually the information we have is being manipulated. You know, Google delivers what they want you to see, not what you're asking for. Did you know that? They play around with the with the search terms and the keywords. Uh, you know, their algorithms are used to get the message that they want to put out. So they've got tremendous political power over propaganda. And of course, Facebook and the others are not so not no better. I mean, you know, Facebook censors people's posts, the sharing of information, etc. Election interference to ensure uh, Biden won and Trump lost is only the tip of the censorship iceberg. So, you know, these companies have been interfering in our elections. And uh, there's been some le legislation about it. And there's also been some some prosecution. Uh, you know, the, the courts uh, actively spoke up and they smacked the Biden administration for interfering with social media and having them censor certain topics like, uh, you know, Hunter Biden's laptop didn't exist. For example, they're putting out misinformation and just squashing, uh, you know, probably truth information. You know, the U.S. government censored its own citizens. Let me say that again. The U.S. government censored its own citizens in the United States of America in direct violation of their First Amendment rights to drive. The reason why they did it is to drive politicized narratives that turned out to be lies. Every single one of them turned out to be lies. Our public servants put their boots on the necks of millions of Americans, including yours and mine. And they pressed down hard because these Americans were telling the truth. And our public servants didn't want America to know the truth. What truth? The truth about stolen and rigged elections. The truth about laptops and who they belong to. The truth about virus origins and nefarious and illegal bioweapons being produced. The truth about activity by our own government officials in the alphabet agencies in Ukraine and elsewhere around the world. And what manipulation they were doing to change regimes for their own benefit, not ours. The truth about vaccines, masks, lockdowns, protocols, remdesivir, ventilators. All of this was a big lie. The truth about the war in Ukraine. And probably the truth about the war in Israel right now. I mean, how do we know we're getting the right information? You don't. You Unless you have boots on the ground, even in the fog of war, you're not going to be able to see it, right? So there's all sorts of deep fakes. There's all sorts of fake news, misinformation, disinformation. Who do you believe anymore? You know what else they hid? The truth about Biden being competent and not a criminal. He's not competent. And he is a criminal. Seriously, I could make a very long list of the official Big Brother narratives in the past several years where federal bureaucrats 
working illegally behind the scenes were censoring millions of Americans for saying what they thought were the wrong things. I'm sorry, we have freedom of speech. Even if we say something wrong, we're allowed to say it, aren't we? Aren't we allowed to share it? Don't people, aren't people allowed to discern for themselves? Not with this government, not with these alphabet agencies, not with the embedded tentacles of government inside all our media and social media. In case you haven't noticed, Big Brother runs on lies. And bothersome citizens who just can't seem to take a hint and shut up and stop challenging their government officials' narratives when they're ordered to need to be managed, according to them. In other words, they're trying to herd us like sheep. They want to manage us, control us, shut us up. Because we can't stop challenging their bogus official narratives. And so, a ton of very helpful NGOs, non-government organizations, like Stanford Observatory of California, were created to surreptitiously, quote-unquote, help the U.S. government successfully manage, quote-unquote, citizen speech on social media platforms and elsewhere. How could that possibly go wrong? A lot of people in this nation are under direct and ongoing threat by an out-of-control, vindictive, and corrupt federal bureaucracy, and they still don't grasp just how bad this is. And too many, far too many, are unaware of the huge thanks that they owe to those of us who expose this civil censorship state, those who are currently fighting to restore to all Americans the constitutional right to free speech, which has illegally been taken away from them. Now look at the work that Elon Musk has been doing. For whatever you think about Elon Musk, and you know, I, listen, I don't think electric cars are the, the future, okay? Um, whatever you think about Elon Musk and, you know, all this stuff about brain chips and all that, forget about that. Look what he did with Twitter. He took over Twitter and he opened it up and Twitter is a paragon of free speech now. Okay. So he deserves credit for that. And if you listen to what he's been saying lately, he's, he, he doesn't sound like a bad guy to me. I mean, you know, on balance, I think the guy's trying to help. Of course, the people who are enthusiastically in favor of all this illegal censorship activity by the state and all the private sector allies that are currently getting exposed by the truth as it drips out and the leaks out, okay, all these folks, the, 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 uh, the, you know, the ones in favor of censorship and the private sector, the private sector cronies who are getting exposed for this, they're all very unhappy these days. They're, they're seemingly more and more desperate. You see, folks, they thought their side was winning. They thought they were winning the great national conversation when that conversation was rigged in their favor. And they rigged it. They knew it wasn't a real conversation at all. 
They knew it was rigged, but they thought they were winning. Maybe because they rigged it. They were happy that social media discourse was being rigged and tightly controlled by their friends, the political hall monitors, which includes, you know, some of our triple three letter agencies with their tentacles and embedded uh, troops inside the social media companies. How many CIA people and FBI people were involved with social media? That's a that's an extra extra credit question. Okay, look that up. Now they thought that this meant they would win the game. But this isn't really a game, folks. It's not a game. This is life and death. The people that are not allowed to speak freely to their government, any people that are not allowed to free, speak freely to their government or to each other, maybe many things, okay, but they are not a free people. As a people, as Americans, as patriots, we have had our free speech stolen from us. We have been the targets of a massive crime committed by our own government. And the issue is still in doubt as to whether several things will happen. Well, I mean, what's going to be the outcome? Either we get our free speech back, especially on social media. Now, it looks like it's turning that way with... Uh, with Twitter, and uh, maybe it's starting to squeak out a little bit around the edges with some of the alternative uh, media sources and social media sources. You know, there's there's uh, Rumble and uh, some of the others, okay? Telegram, maybe. But, uh, you know, either we get it back and return to us so we can exercise our God-given right to free speech without any state interference, big brother watching, um, or the people in our government who violated our speech rights in the dead of night using corrupt and illegal means to hide their having done this are all dragged out into the light of day. When do they, when do they get to pay for this? They must be held accountable, right? I mean, they should be held accountable in such a way that nobody should ever in the future dare to attempt the repeat of such a crime, of, of stomping on our, our natural rights, our God-given rights, right? So these people need per prosecution. They need to be identified, lined up, prosecuted, indicted, punished for their crimes. That's my opinion. And I think it's the opinion of many of us. Now, keep your eyes on Missouri versus Biden in the courts. I mean, we're not going to know if these leftist government tyrants will have to hand back our speech rights until that case is fully decided. And so far, it looks like it's going in our direction. Uh, the Biden administration is currently fighting to keep the censorship state alive. Democrats are fighting to maintain censorship and stop on your free speech. Think about that. After all, over the past 10 years or so, uh, there are some really questionable communist, Marxist, Islamist, uh, leftist, whatever you want to call it. I don't care the, 
I don't care what ism it is, okay? But they're not Americanisms, okay? Uh, and these people are embedded in our federal government and agencies, and they've spent an awful lot of time and an awful lot of our money, our money, not their money, our money. And they put a lot of passion into constructing this censorship state machine that they've created. Um, you know, they, they must have been salivating over the, the sheer amount of total speech control they had in their hands, you know. And now, well, now it's starting to come out. And now people are starting to get pissed off. Well, for this constitutional republic to prevail, our institutions not to collapse from within, citizens must get involved. And it has to start now. Abraham Lincoln was right. The threat comes from within. Thank you, folks. Thanks for listening. And thanks for listening to the Freedom Revival. I'm Bruce Robertson, and uh, I wish you all a blessed day. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Thank you.